What is a trading plan? How do you create a trading plan? And how will it help your trading? Welcome back to a new Traders Improved podcast. And, well, yeah, I just said it. We are going to talk about trading plans. I am a very, very big believer in trading plans. I use them every day. I always suggest and I show my students how to create trading plans. So I thought I would take a few minutes to help you understand the power of them and how you create them. So first of all, what is a trading plan? Well, everybody knows the, the quote, um, plan your trades and trade your plan. But not many people understand how to do that. And it doesn't have to be complicated. And a trading plan helps you understand when to get into a trade, when not to get into a trade, which is often the most or the more important feature because uh, knowing when not to trade is what separates the professional from the amateur. And a trading plan, it, it lists the criteria and the conditions that will trigger a trade for you. And then you can easily see in front of you when also not to get into a trade, when the conditions are not met. And then it becomes much easier to avoid the, the trades that you know you should not be in, especially if you are writing down your trading plans, then you can see it right in front of you. And when you're about to take a trade, and then you can see, okay, this is actually not, this is not in my, uh, in my trading plan, so this is a trade I should not be taking. And after a, after a while, because in the beginning, let's be honest, you will break your rules, you will break and you will um, go against your trading plan. But after you are going to see maybe five or ten times that every time you break your trading plan, you end up with a losing trade, the lesson usually sinks in. And then you are more likely to follow your trading plan because you see, okay, every time I follow the trading plan, it gives me a favorable outcome, hopefully, or a better outcome. And you will also feel better when, once you understand that you, you follow your rules uh, you are more confident and you are a more disciplined trader. So when you're creating your trading plan, um, you usually list your, your conditions that trigger a trade. And um, first of all, I will give you just um, a basic example or a basic yeah, example. And then we will take a concrete look at the current uh, market. So when I create a trading plan, I usually um, write down um, where does the price have to go in order for me to trigger a trade? Where, what price levels does the, the uh, what levels does the price have to break, or maybe even to reject if you are uh, fading markets or fading price? If you use indicators, what do your indicators have to look like? What values do you want to see? What patterns do you want to see on your indicator? Maybe you trade divergences. Maybe you want to see a crossover. Maybe you want to see a, um, a particular value if you, for example, using an RSI or stochastic. And for price action, you can also define what do the candles have to look like. Do you want to see a strong breakout candle? Do you want to see that the market actually closes above or below a certain level? Um, do you want to avoid candles with large wicks? And those are all the things that you can define in a trading plan. Also, what I always recommend is that um, you already, when you're doing your trading plan, you are already looking for, okay, if this is going to trigger a trade, where are likely areas and price levels for my stop loss on my, in my take profit? And this will already give you an idea of what to expect when it comes to reward to risk ratio size. And then you can understand, okay, is this even a good chart for me to trade? Does the market even offer a large enough reward to risk ratio? 
and then you can you can be more objective instead of when the market or when the when you think that there is a Uh, trade triggering and you haven't created your trading plan what will happen well you know it oftentimes we will fiddle around with our stop loss and take profit just to create a an artificial reward to risk ratio but then the stop loss and the take profit usually they don't have any real meaning we will just move them so that we will have created an, a reward to risk ratio and i really like to quote that your stop loss and your take profit should never be a function of your uh, reward to risk ratio which basically means first of all you need to understand okay where is the stop loss where do my take profit goes and then you measure the reward to risk ratio not the other way around you don't ask yourself okay i want to have a three to one reward to risk ratio where do i need to put my stop loss and take profit at that's usually not the, the right approach And with a trading plan, you can then differentiate between good and bad trades because, well, everything that is in your trading plan and if the market looks like in your trading plan, then this is a good trade because it is in accordance and in line with your with your trading strategy, hopefully. And you can also see, okay, this is not a good trade because it is not in my trading plan. And then you can hopefully skip your trades more often. Uh, trading plans... It is an objective way to prepare your trading without the stress and the pressure of the life markets, without emotions affecting you, and without having money on the line. And usually when I make my trading plans, I usually do them every um, Saturday or Sunday when the market is closed because it gives me just more, well, a stress-free environment where the market is not moving, I cannot enter trades right away, so it is very, very objective and not stressful. So... This is often helping me because when the market is moving, then we are often in a reactionary mindset. We want to get into a trade. We want to make money. But if you have done your work when the market is closed, um, then oftentimes the quality of your trading plans is much, much better. So let me give you an example. For example, now I'm looking at the British Pound New Zealand, and this is just an example. Don't take this as a, uh, as a trade recommendation or whatever. This is just a very, very basic example. So... When we look at the British Pound New Zealand, and you can take this, use this for any chart, let's say the market hit a resistance level on the 2-hour or the 4-hour on the daily chart, and it built a double top now on the lower time frames. What I often and what I always actually do in, and what I recommend to my students is you always create a trading plan for both long and for both and short ideas. Many traders make the mistake when they look at a chart that they only find one idea. They only see, okay, I want to get long in, on the British Pound New Zealand or I want to get long on gold. What, what has to happen? And then they are so locked in into this long mindset, they will ignore and they will overlook everything that is going against the long and maybe even they're neglecting possibilities for a profitable short idea. So always ask yourself, okay, what has to happen for me to get long? What has to happen for me to get short? So for example, price hit a resistance level and is moving lower. Let's start with a long idea. Price needs to recover and price needs to break above the resistance level. And important, it needs to close above it. That is very, very important. Also, you need to define it. How do you enter your markets? Do you use pending orders or do you use market orders? For me, I always use market orders and I always need the market to close above a certain or below a certain support and resistance. Also, you can say, okay, I want to have a strong breakout candle. I don't want to see the market just slowly crawling over uh, the resistance. I want to see a strong break above it and a strong close it. 
If you use indicators as well, you can define, okay, what do the indicators have to look like? Do you want to see a certain moving average cross above another moving average? Do you want to see that the market or that the price is trading above a certain moving average? Maybe you use the stochastic or the RSI to confirm momentum. Then you can write down, okay, if the breakout happens, I want my RSI to be uh, above 50 at least or the, the stochastic above 50. Whatever it is that you're using for uh, an indicator or price action, you define it. And then all you have to do is sit back and wait until the conditions are met or not. And then you will pretty much objectively be able to see how is this a trading, uh, is this a trade based on my trading plan or not. And then for the short idea, then you can say, okay, we have the price hit the resistance, it formed a double top, which we can see nicely on the two-hour time frame, for example. So I need the price to break below the current support level to trigger a trade. The, maybe you also want to wait for a retest or after the break. Some traders, they don't like to trade the initial breakout and they wait for a retest. And then you define it as well in your in your trading plan. Okay, I want to see the market breaking the, re, uh, the current support level and I need to see a retest, a confirmed retest. And maybe you can also write down in your trading plan that you're using the retest to scale into a trade. Maybe you write down that, okay, on the first initial breakout, I take a small position, and then if the retest happens, and it won't always happen, but sometimes it will, then you can scale into the trade and reach your full position. And for the, the double top, right now we already have a divergence on the RSI. If this is a criteria in your trading plan, you can check it off because it is already there. And then you can also define, okay, the breakout candle needs to be um, strong. It needs to be stronger than um, the, the past candles. It needs to close below, uh, the, below a certain support level. You can also define things like, okay, I don't want to take a trade before a certain news event if the, if the trade happens, but uh, a certain news event <clears throat> is coming out. I want to avoid the trade. You can write that down as well. Um, and then you also define, obviously, where is a good take-profit area, where is a good stop-loss area, and then you can understand and determine, is this trade offering me a large enough reward-to-risk ratio or not? And this is a very, very basic um, trading plan. Obviously, the trading plan always needs to be adjusted to your way of trading. And whatever criteria or whatever strategy you use, a trading plan is also a great exercise because it forces you to really ask yourself, what is it actually that I'm trading? What are the rules of my trading strategy? And if you don't know that, I would recommend that you start by pulling up a sheet of paper and then ask yourself, okay, what do my best trades look like? What do they have in common? What are the criteria of my good trades? What are the tools that I use? What are the indicators? What are the price action signals that I use? And just list them. And then you will have already a much better understanding of what is actually that you're doing. And having a checklist is a great, great tool. Um, maybe you've heard me recommend the book Pitbull Champion Trader from Marty Schwartz. It is one of my all-time favorite trading books. And he always recommends using checklists. And he has been trading for decades and decades he supposedly made millions of dollars. He was also in the Market Wizards book series. And what is your excuse if such a millionaire, famous, successful trader is using checklists still today? What is your excuse that you 
are so special that you cannot or should not use a checklist. So really think about this, and then you will come to the conclusion that a checklist is it's used in every profession around the world, um, and it is just a great way of objectively improving the quality of what you're doing. So really take a few minutes to just understand, okay, what is my system really based on? And as I said, I do my my trading plans every weekend, and then I update them uh, every two days. And it is also important that you are clear about your routine. Um, For me, over the years, I have established a very precise routine. Every Saturday, I know exactly how to approach my uh, trading plans, and there is no no way around it. This is a non-negotiable for me. I will not start my trading week on Sunday night when the market opens if I haven't done my trading plans. I will always, always need to do my trading plans before the market opens. Otherwise, I will not trade. And then the quality of your trading will be much better. You will have less stress in your trading and hopefully the quality of your trades will improve as well.